Oh, I got his ass now. You have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. My bottle got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. I'm about to light this shit up. are already answering the phone. Three, two, one, let's fuck! We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> I was going to say, hit him with the T. Hit him with the intro. Hit him with the start. We're back. It happened again. You went nu- You went nuclear just there. Unbelievable. Uh, we know what the problem is. Oh! We, don't know, we don't know why the problem is. I can't, the, I'm not just going to stop talking. It's a podcast. No, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yes. Yeah. So show 138. We got a uh, chatter radio. We're going to talk BMX and a bunch of, uh, you know, at jibber jabber. Um, Lauren Reynolds coming on the show. Answer S squared teammate. Get yours today. She is the OG answer S squared. She right? really is. She is the, the original, isn't she? Of our era, yeah. of our grouping. She's the original. Can we ask people in the chat? Because it's still, it's still screeching in my headphones. Are we asking people in the chat if if uh, I'm still super loud? Yeah, I don't I don't know why this happens. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Okay, tell now you. it's normal. Doesn't make any sense, does it? Now it's normal. <laughs> now it's normal. It's kind of one of those things. Like we have a janky part of the show, and we've we've I'd say we've na- like we've gotten rid of most of the janky things that we do around here. Every once in a while, there's just something. There's a piece of that technology that you think needs to work right and should be working right but it just doesn't. That's this piece. Yeah. yeah. Just, Unlike, you know, it's not janky is ProGate Europe because winning starts with a great gate. Um, Lauren Reynolds, great showing in Tokyo on a ProGate Europe. She rode great to a fifth place, I believe. Um, fifth of the O show, pretty damn good. ProGate Europe. ProGate Europe, catch yours today. We talk about being the OG. Lauren's the OG of our Answer BX team. You know what? In ProGate, ProGate is the OG of the gates because you look at all these World Cups, all the Olympics, they're on a pro gate Europe. There's a reason that they're they're be at those races, the biggest events in the world. Everyone, everyone loves these pro gate Europe's guys. Your track needs to get one. You need to practice on one. Hit them up. I uh, I'm a fellow. I wouldn't say I'm like a I'm a Florida local, but you know I was there a lot last year. I was with Amanda Carr for the longest time, and their track Charlotte BMX got themselves a pro gate Europe. Just absolutely love to see it. I'm pretty sure they're absolutely loving their pro gate Europe. I saw people flying Sorry. there to use that gate there. There was just a really weird beeping sound that I don't know if you could hear it. I thought I did for a second, but I just tried to blow yeah. through it a little bit. I don't know what it was, but it's gone. Um, but yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, would also like to give a shout out to AMV, Ariel Martin. She went to the hospital and she's been in the hospital for like, a, I don't want to say maybe five days, a week now almost. Yeah, man. Um, That's tough to see. Yeah. So I saw her post and then texted her and she texted me back. And I guess there was a complication from when she had her uh, liver laceration when she raced. So by the sounds of it, I think she heading home today perhaps this being monday obviously i think she might be heading home today or tomorrow can't remember okay. exactly what her recent post said but yeah sucks to see especially if she's not racing anymore an old injury to i can't if something like her it caused some intestinal like like a nod or blockage or something yeah. could be speaking like like not correctly but that's what i think it, i remember seeing or she took she told me i can't remember 
either way, it does suck to see just because like after your career, you kind of look forward to that time where you're not dealing with this, those injuries anymore. You're like, okay, I'm done living my life comfortably again. Um, and now it's like one of those comes to bite you in the ass again. It's like, come on. So yeah, like, good to see her so, like smiling. I saw her story. She's, you know, going home soon totally. too. So that's good to see, but damn, that sucks. Really does. It does suck. Going to the hospital, like just sucks in general. Oh, it's just, it's not fun. You can just, once you're in there, like it's a, it's a safe place these days, but it's not a great place you want to be. No, I'd like to give a shout out to Wendy Palmer too. Oh yeah. She had a little incident. I'm, we're not, we won't get into that, but she had an incident. She was in the hospital. She had surgery today. She's doing yeah. well. Um, that's all I can say. <laughs> best, best wishes, best wishes to all our people. I know my dad will listen. I don't know if she'll listen. She'll probably listen when she's home. She'll probably listen. She needs something to do when she's home recovering. So yeah. Yeah. Um, another fucking epic football Sunday. Holy shit. Those games. Dude, Kansas City blew it. I got to say, Kansas City really blew it. Uh, I'm a Pat Mahomes fan, so I wanted to see Kansas City win. And I feel like they should have, but boy, did they not play well in the second half. And they just, dude, they couldn't get anything going in the second half. I I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I like You know me, I don't really have my team, but I have certain people mm. I like to root for. The last guy in the playoffs that I have enjoyed rooting for is Joe Burrow. And yeah. the Bengals, he came through. I can't believe that okay, the Chiefs are so good. They're like the best. They're the best team in the NFL. They are. Everyone said. They everyone are. thought they can only score three points in the in the last two quarters. Are you kidding me? Dude, the first half they were rolling. Three possessions, three touchdowns. Like Cincinnati couldn't stop shit. And then all of a sudden, it's funny in a game like momentum, and then you might just tighten up a little. Like Mahomes wasn't making some great plays. He wasn't throwing it very well. I will say it's hard not to root for Joe Burrow just because he seems like a cool dude. So I saw him in the post. And- <laughs> post-game press conference because he wears that huge chain yeah okay yeah yeah did you see this did you see this i don't know if i did no oh because they asked i guess the reporter asked him are the diamonds real and he's like um yes the diamonds are real i make too much money for them not to be real <laughs> <laughs> let him hear baby that's what i'm talking you know, about you know who he reminds me of he reminds me of alex moran from blue mountain state oh my gosh yes Dude, he's like, uh, the, when I first saw him recently, yep. that's who I instantly thought of was Alex Moran. He looks like, because Joe Burrow still looks like he's an ecologist in a frat. He kind of does, like, that's how I think of him as, and he's just like, a, he's a good-looking dude, just looks like he's out there just, you mm-hmm. know, having a good time, just enjoying himself. He's definitely like that, yeah. There's yeah, nothing, so, yeah. just for him to be, like, basically in his first full season, his second year, like, officially in the Super Bowl, it's pretty cool to see that. That's amazing. That's damn impressive, yeah. I just, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, um, the reason why I started to like the guy was when he uh, when he was playing for LSU and he, they won the title and he's just smoking the cigar, just puffing on the cigar. I was just he just looked like the coolest guy in the world. Like I just want to be as cool as that guy. I mean, I know it's a kid show, so we don't have to say this, but Joe Burrow. I mean, he fucks. Joe Burrow fucks. I mean, <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> he absolutely fucks. <laughs> if you're ever gonna say someone fucks, Joe Burrow fucks. <laughs> He's the guy. Um, he's pushing P. Yeah. He fucks. He's living. He's living his best but life. These NFL playoffs have been really good for everyone who's watched NFL playoffs. They've been outstanding. Even if you don't have a team like in it, like I haven't, it's been really entertaining to watch. The fact that they've all gone down to the wire like this has been really exciting. It, I, dude, I was, all the games were so close. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's like they were, um, it's one of those sports. I was listening to one of our other podcasts we listened to, and they're talking about how like football is one of those sports. It's, it's such a, 
a friendly sport to watch in the sense that like you know when the play's coming you know when you're get ready to watch mm-hmm. for excitement like you watch some sports happen so quickly you don't get to you don't realize what just happened football it's like okay you can hang out you can talk between the plays and then you just you watch the tv when the play's about to happen and you're like ready for the excitement to happen you never miss it that is so true and it's like now that i think about it it's like exciting and it's like go 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 but at the same time not so it's like you can casually view it and consume it but it's not like non-stop like hockey you just have to watch it straight the whole time mm-hmm. but football is kind of like you watch a play and then you chill a bit and it's like the perfect blend of um like intensity or or like uh non-stop action with little micro breaks it is just an absolute perfect marketing machine it's unreal hey Perfect for Sundays too, especially really for Sundays when you're on the couch. You don't really want to pay attention. You're swiping your phone a little bit. <laughs> you're grabbing a couple snacks here and there. You're just going to the fridge back and forth. You got time. It's awesome. It is the ultimate hangout hangout sport to watch. Or like motocross, like you gotta like you gotta if you're gonna watch motocross, you gotta watch it. Yeah, because you like could the, if you looked away, you could miss like instant. You could miss like all the action. Somebody crashing, you just miss it. Yeah, yeah. Same with same with hockey, pretty much too. Um, yeah. But yeah, football is just perfect for that. Yeah. Um, big sports speaking too. So, uh, coffee chatter, super cross fantasy update. What the Kate, these two fifty guys get it fucking together. What are you guys doing? Like the inconsistency is unbelievable. Figure it out. It's an absolute joke. Are you kidding me right Dude, now? Some of these guys that just don't make out. the main. How do you not make the main? Some of these guys when they're like a top top eight guy. There's a guy like March Banks. Are you kidding me? Fighting for a podium like a couple of years ago, and he just doesn't even make the main this weekend. Are you kidding me? Can't make it out of the LCQ. I no- <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't normally care, but obviously, we're we're putting money on every week, and I don't understand the inconsistency of these fucking guys. Figure it out. It's not hard to honestly, straight up. If you're a factory guy, there's no reason you should miss a main, unless you, for whatever reason, like crash out of the moto and your bike blows up in the LCQ. There's no reason if you're staying on your motorcycle and you're actually racing the track, there's no way you shouldn't make the main. You have plenty of time every every time to do what you need to do. Every time. Every time. You're fine. You have tons. And like you said, unless you just eat shit every time, which if you do, you, you shouldn't be on that factory team. Like, what are we doing out here? Then you have <laughs> or time your bike blows get, up or something. Like, yeah. You have time to get where you need to be. Every time. It's just like, we need to, we need to have a chat. Like, the amount of people that probably play fantasy that just blow these guys up. Oh my God, it'd be hard to be them. But you know what? There's people putting money on the line. You know, just figure yeah. it out. You can't, you can't be like publicly tweeting at these, at the riders. Obviously you can't do that. I mean, no, we just a psycho if you do back. that. We talk, we're behind exactly. the back. We can talk exactly. as much shit right now. <laughs> we don't, we don't mention people's names. I, I might've said guys one. figure <laughs> it out. That's all we ask. Dude. The inconsistency is amazing. Yeah. But $5 is huge. Okay. Huge, my. It's just enough that like you care, but you don't really care. Exactly. Brutal. Yeah. Um. But it's pretty cool to see that series. Four races, four different winners. That's Tomac. Unreal, hey? He's gone six four two one in the four races, I believe. He's rolling. He has been by far the most consistent guy, and he's just kind of hitting his stride. Um. I think him and Ja and Sexton are probably the three best guys right now. I th- I feel like Webb's kind of been a little bit invisible now. A couple a couple weeks in like a row, which is just weird for him because. He's yeah, not I think he's hurt or something. You think so? He's got to be something because, like, he not whatever the same he as got the first past one. or kind of like tipped over or whatever, and he was like super slow to get up and going. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure what was going on either, and it just didn't seem like it was him because I feel like he's always yeah. he 
doesn't need to start fast, like be the guy at these races that's winning everything. He normally kicks late when he gets to the East Coast and whatnot, but he just seems a little off the back. And it's like there's a big difference between him and those three, like Sexton, Anderson, Tomac. I love watching Anderson right now. It's just he is just all time entertainment because his style's sick. He's loose. He's fast as hell, and he just drives it in there when he needs to. Like that that move on uh, Roxon. Oh my god, that was that was gnar. You're talking clean to my absolutely, <laughs> and the fact it's in the sand, so there's just sand going everywhere, just makes it so much better. Absolutely cleaned him out, and that was I was unreal. Like I loved it, I loved it. Yeah, like that was it was we, a little little gnar, but it was I loved it. I would say elite. We haven't seen one like that in BMX in a while. So I'm just absolutely cleaned up. It's been a while, hey. <laughs> it has it's, been a while since a good clean out. We need a guys. We need a good a good punt, a good blast. That's all. Yeah, like doing. a good solid. A good solid clean out would be fun. That would be nice. That um, um that incident with Freeze and Shimoda, holy shit, that was gnar too. I, I'm saying gnar a lot. Oh lately, yeah, Freeze but, got uh, deca- almost got decapitated. Holy shit! Yeah, hate, that was hate to see. Yeah, that I was tough okay. to watch. It was tough to watch, yeah. honestly. It was tough to watch. So. Um, in the BMX world, so we got a pills update on my career number issue. We got a pills gate. Yeah, Pills Gate is about to be unleashed. So you messaged him, right? <laughs> you messaged him or he yeah, messaged you? So I, whatever I tweeted in an Instagram story, I want Arthur Flower to pick 49 as his new crew number. And he messaged me and said, my 130 is not good. And I said, 49 is better. And he said, I would never take your number. And I said, I'd love it if you picked it. You're one of my favorite riders. And he said, thanks, Tori. I propose you to exchange our jerseys. And I said, I'd love to. I can't wait to watch you this race this year. And he said, I send you. So we're going to trade. we're going to trade jerseys. So... The first part, I, w- I would never take your career number. It can be, it can be taken in one of two ways. Option one, it's like respectful, as in like I would never take your like your career number. Or option two is like, dude, forty nine sucks. I'm not taking your career number. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to say. It can, it can go either way with that. I have a very good feeling it's not the second one, but for my comedic entertainment, I am very much going to try to believe that it's the second one. He's like, oh fuck that number. I'm taking one thirty. Are you kidding me? That could be pretty good, actually, if it was the second one. Like, dude, 49 sucks. I would never take that number. <laughs> that number sucks. <laughs> I'm still so We're still anxiously waiting to see uh, who picks what career number. I hope, I, that, I hope it comes out soon, actually. I think it's going to be a fun show when that drops. I want to know. Like, I want to just see everybody, see the new people that get a number. And yeah. just, then we can talk to them, ask them why. And I hope there's just yeah. controversy over a number or two. Hope someone's pissed. I we're gonna if you're pissed when somebody steals your number or does something like we're getting you on the show. Like I want to hear the deeds. We're gonna have both people on the show, and you guys can talk about it like adults. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll mediate the the situation. All right. Like Um, actually, you think someone will pick graphs? uh, I feel like he would still get to pick it. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I was just gonna say, how does it work if you're like retired? I don't know because I feel like technically he'd still be allowed, but. Like in our sport, when you like retire, like do you retire from something? Meaning, like, do you have to go to the UCI and be like, I'm retiring? Like, no. So you could technically pick your number still, I guess. Actually, yeah, because I would retire and I still have my number for two years. So, so he, he should which be is, like, I mean, is, if he wanted to pick it, he probably could message in and pick it. I mean, if he didn't, then somebody could technically come in and take right. it. Right. But he well, would I have guess if, like, if you, if you if you like retire, it should be I think pulled instantly. Like I shouldn't have had mine for two more years. It should have gotten pulled. But yeah. I guess theoretically, you never, like, I guess you never, like, technically retire, like, officially, come to think of it. But I guess if you, 
I mean, you pull yourself off anti-doping and like, a, you, I guess you kind of do officially retire because you, you message whatever anti-doping and say you're retiring and you get off the whereabouts. So that's kind of officially retiring. I would say that's, that's official. That's more official than Tom Brady's yeah. retirement right now. Okay. I don't think he's retired. <laughs> I think he's just going to sign with New England and then retire there. So I don't think he's retired because he hasn't said a word, nothing. But what's the benefit to him not retiring now? I heard something about a signing bonus. Like okay, he goes somewhere, gets a signing bonus, a signing, and then he retires or well, something. It's like, well, what, that doesn't make any sense. A signing bonus happens when he originally signs. Yeah. So, I mean, like if you went somewhere else, like if you went back to New England or something. Someone tweeted me that today. I, I think he needs to, he's going to retire there. Like that's his, that's where he's, that's his legacy is in New England. So I think he comes back with a box for another year. Really? You want to put ten bucks on it? No. Come on. <laughs> but I think he comes back because he hasn't said anything. Yeah, I, I bet he's gonna—he's just gonna show a, a video of him and Gronk like walking to the park to play pass or something. But it's gonna be in New England. No, it'll be in Tampa. He won't no, go back. There's to no way. How did this even start? What? Him like the, what everyone's saying that he's retiring. I don't know. If someone they just started like I guess like TSN or whatever started. But then I saw some other other posts that are like his dad or his agent said he hasn't decided yet. And he hasn't said anything. If he retired, he would post a video like thanking everyone or something. So I don't think he's retired. Maybe he was trying to keep it on the download to let Roethlisberger have his fame and then... <laughs> no. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's letting it... I think it's a ploy to let it spread. And then he's going to be like, no, I'm still here. He loves that. Like, he lives for that. So he was just getting all the attention for the past few days of everyone mm-hmm. just sending all the love messages. And, He's going to oh shock God, people. Tom Brady, we love you. He's, He's going to shock people. He loves that. Uh, yeah. That, that would be something. Yeah. That would be something. Um, back to BMX. On the, on the new ride front, Isaac Kennedy, back to, or on, uh, on Speedco now. So congrats to Isaac on the new ride. That's pretty cool. I mean, him. And, it seems like a good fit with him, DB, Speedco. Like, that's just – I don't know why. It just seems like a – a good meshy fit there. I didn't expect it because once again, like kind of weird with the few of these people coming out with late announcements. Like his was like off stay strong very late and then on Speedco late, like meaning all in January. It seems a little weird, doesn't it? Speaking of big announcements, too, Dome and Romain Maia both posted today that they got big news dropping February first. I saw I saw Mayette's thing. May it's like um doesn't it just look like spad still? I'm very curious to see what happens. I, know, I kind of just like half read it. Now that it's February, I'm getting tired of people like trying to hype up. Like if it was December and we were in like the silly season, like it's not silly season anymore. We need to just so they both, we need to just come yeah. up with these announcements already. No one, yeah. They, on. they both must be announcing a new sponsor or something, I would say, obviously. You think they're on the same team of some sort? Probably. I think it's unrelated. Okay, I don't really? think it's, I think it was just, I think it's just coincidence that they happen to just say at the same time. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think it's just coincidence. But anyway, they got both both big news coming out. Okay. Um, yeah, they look like they're wearing going, the same gear. Yeah, I I see the same gear look, same looking gear. I think. Okay, so it must be related. Yeah, definitely related. Yeah, I definitely. Related. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Okay. Um, I heard rumors of once. How many rumors have we heard of like a couple top people? I'm talking like two or three rumors of two or three people going to Chase but not being on Chase. We need to get Pete on the show and just spill the tea a little bit. Every foreigner is going to chase, apparently. Every foreigner was and is now is not. So we need some tea spilt. Yeah, apparently every chase is signing every single foreigner to a multi-million dollar U.S. contract. 
Um, exciting news. Um, congratulations. Early congratulations still, I guess. But to Joris and Tegan, they're having a baby girl, apparently. Congrats to them. Yeah. Congrats to them. The Doe Days. Family of four coming up. Will be a family of four. So I've, I heard a, I got a source that tells me that Joris is moving. Saw the YouTube videos moving. He didn't say where he's moving to. I got a source that says he's moving to Santiago del Estero. And uh, Pete's going to buy him a private jet to fly back to the USA BMX races. Um, he's moving there because he wants to be secluded, doesn't want people to see his top secret training anymore. And he feels that, you know, if he does that, he has a better chance of winning the title. And Pete was said, let me just get you a private plane. Let's make the travel easy. And we'll just get you camped out down there. What would it take for you to live in Del Estero? Like being real? Like if someone's like, hey, what, what can I do? Like, I really want you to live in Del Estero. What can I do? What can I offer you to make this happen? And you say what? How many years like being, do I have being to be realistic, there? Like being realistic, like, oh, I want a billion dollars. Well, yeah, I know. How many years like, do I have to be there? Uh, because that, that's... For the a, foreseeable future. So let's say for three years. I have to be there for three no, years. Say, I would say like, say five. Five years. Fuck. Oh, that'd be tough, eh? That'd Dude, be tough. I, I wouldn't do it. No, I couldn't. Not for me. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I could either. Like, like even if someone offers you like ten million dollars, like, I mean, what there do you love? Like, what do you what do you do for enjoyment you here travel, that you can so do you there? Can't, you can't you can't leave it for like say five years. You can't leave Del Estero. Yeah, I don't think I would, I wouldn't feel good because that's not where I'm comfortable. I couldn't do it. No, no, yeah, yeah I couldn't. Oh, phew. if it was three years, you could offer, you could offer me like I don't know ten mil for three years. I'd do that. I could do. I think I could put up with it for three years enough, and then just come live my life after. A three-year stint there, like you can't leave. It'd be like going to jail. Oh, there's got to be a golf course around there. <laughs> You'd think. Obviously, you got the BMX track. It'd be rough. It'd be rough. You'd be eating a lot of steak and uh, fries. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so it's going to be interesting seeing Joris live in Santiago and raise his girl there. I know, I know it's going to be a, an interesting one, but at least he's got the private jet from Pete. Um, it's going to make travel really easy. So, if he's moving to the same place, he's is he moving to the same place he was going to move before? I actually, I, I don't know. My source just says Santiago del Estero. I actually don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. And I, I can't even like, yeah. Of all the people, Joris would definitely be the person to live in del Estero. I think so. Especially with yep. Tegan and Jet, because I know Jet would just love it. There. Um, I like this one you tweeted the other day. We talked about it. Some ideas for changing UCI BMX Supercross series. It's interesting. Um, when you think of the different ways they've had the format since it started in like 2007 or six or whatever it was, mm-hmm. five maybe. I don't even remember. Um, they've tried a lot. Of, it, there's been a lot of different format changes and a lot of things that have been and gone since then. Mm-hmm. that's for sure um yeah just about the thing that about the post like it is crazy how many people first of all like the idea around this was just to give like start spitballing some ideas i was talking with laura smolders when we were you know doing some of the uci athlete rep stuff and like we were spitballing ideas with sylvan and neek actually too about different ideas of how we could improve make things better change it spice it up and we're like why don't we just ask the people just you know find some new ideas. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind it. A lot of the things that people say are really hard to do, really expensive. So like the idea is to try to find maybe some easy ones that could be put into place right away. 
Um, but it's crazy the amount of people that were like talking about just adding more stops and different stops. Like that's the one thing I think everyone would love to see, but it's so tough with like getting all the tracks on board. But the, the common was, was like, everyone doesn't, nobody really likes these back-to-back weekends in the same place. No, it doesn't create much of a serious feel. I think if you had, um, like realistically, if you had like six weekends, if you had like, when like, like something like, uh, you go maybe April, May, June, then have the world in July, then go August, September, October. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. One a month. Yeah. Like one race too, not just one stop, like, or two races at one place. Well, that's the, the... Per- personally, like two of the two day weekends are here to stay for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it should be one. I still think it should be one just cause it's like the pop and doll world cup. And I think it's more prestige and it's a lot more pressure and it's a lot more hype on just one day. And I, I like that. I really do like that. I like that pressure and I like that hype and just like a one shot deal. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of having two shots at a world cup, even though it makes more sense in yep. a lot of ways. So I would say bring it back to one day. I would also probably say have a time trial, but have a kind of different, I don't know what the format would be, but it'd be cool to have it again. I think yep. maybe do like, um, maybe do like a legit podium for it with like a payout or something and make it like more legit, I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they used to do like Johan used to do on the, on the start of race days to like rider intros. So you take like three or five top riders, the men and women class and like have them roll down the last straight and introduce them to the crowd and stuff. And you could play like a come out song, yep. just like opening ceremonies and supercross. They did that for a while and it was really cool. And I think they need to bring that back for some hype it's a really good way to introduce top riders to the crowd um so i think that's good and you gotta bring back champagne on the podium they're not champagne on the podium so i can't remember if they did the recent ones or not but a lot of them haven't so i haven't watched a lot of the podium ceremonies but i know a lot of the races haven't so if someone could confirm or deny recently, but I don't think they really do anymore. Yeah, and if do, they do, maybe it's just time. the top, the winner that has it, but they need to have top three podium because every sport has every like legit sport has champagne on the podium. And we used to, and it's just iconic and really fun on the podium spring champagne and adds some flair and some cool factors. So that needs to come back. Yeah. No, I agree with that one for sure. A lot of the ideas like, so like, I like your idea of like um, bringing back like the intros, like, when me and Laura were talking, I was very much on the side of trying to like create the entertainment again, like that kind of mm-hmm. factor. So I think what you're saying too, like that's a great idea to bring those back. I, our ideas were very much like quick ideas that I think could be added was that um, pre and pr- post race press conferences. I think that's a really easy one mm-hmm. you could add to to add a little yeah. flair to it. Um, I had them written down. I had something else written down. Um, oh, yeah, like a uh, uh, hot. Fastest lap of the day, I think it would be cool to keep track of that. So fastest lap of the day gets an extra, I don't know, five points in the overall series. Oh, I like it. Kind of like like Formula One. Um, I I think that, yeah, I think that one could be hit or miss. But if there was more of a series and which, because it kind of feels like there's not a series next this year, if there's more of a series, it would be cool. And people would be like, I need those extra five points. Like I'm going to try to get it this lap kind of thing. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, good points for sure. And I think things that you could add, like realistically add right away without like an extra cost or a whole lot are things that add flair. So for sure, like the rider intros, mm-hmm. the pre and post race 
like press conferences would be pretty easy to do. And you can just live stream them on the UCI website or YouTube or whatever. Yep. Um, or like the Olympic channel if they're covering, they're covering now so they could live stream it with their thing or whatever they use. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the rider intros. And I noticed too in Turkey, I think for the semis, they didn't do like the headshots in the gate. Mm-hmm. So I think semifinals onwards, you always do the headshots in the gate and introduce each rider. Yeah. I think that's really important. Um, and I like the fastest lap time of the day. It's cool. It's something different, right? Like just trying yeah. to add some extra things to keep people's eyes like assertive to like every race kind of deal. Seems yeah. Going the fastest. Yeah. Um, do they still do flash interviews at the races between laps? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they do. I mean, they might need to bring it back so we can bring back Terry's corner to do that. Yeah, but I know they used to do a lot of flash interviews of the line, and but the problem was because the races were so back to back, a lot of riders didn't want to do them until after. Yeah. So I think that's something like the riders need to be better about is like taking a minute to do that, which isn't a huge deal. Like I've yeah. done it between a semi and a main, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think like I want to go through some of the points that people were making. Some of them will just have to just say yes, no, throw some ideas out there. But I think that's a good one. I was going to quickly like make sure I mentioned Laura's other points too, because hers were I thought were. Not on the entertainment side, but very important. I like them a lot. It was one mm-hmm. better helmet safety in our sport? I don't think there's like a, mm-hmm. a standard. I think could be raised. We're in a new mm-hmm. time with like new technology of helmets. I think the standard of helmet safety could be raised, and that's the same mm-hmm. that goes with like concussion protocol stuff too. Like I remember ski racing days, you had to do a yearly concussion protocol test for the organizers, like um, that hosted the races, not just for your own team. It's just so they have your your baseline, so they can test you themselves after an incident. So all that stuff, I think safety-wise would be great. And also having um, video review allowed for uh, infringements or like anything like that, like with any disqualifications Mm -hmm. in the qualifying rounds. Because with technology nowadays, why aren't we allowed to use what's on YouTube if they have slow-mo video and can see that even on somebody's iPad? Like, why can't you use that nowadays? It's so clear, right? It's like, not that it happens much in our sport. It's pretty easy to see, yes or no. But it's like, if there is an issue, why aren't we allowed to use replay i agree i agree um and you know it's crazy so speaking of that so the year i was up for the world cup title those were the years sylvan won it so me connor sylvan and dave vandenberg were up for it in argentina mm-hmm. so i think the final like the second day sylvan passed someone into the second corner and was like way inside the white line yeah. and never got called and then connor showed me the video like a month after i guess he was watching it and you could totally see in the video his way on the chalk and if he would have got called connor would have won the world cup title it's crazy hey yeah, and it's like, like obviously on the inside of the chalk, and you never got called. Yeah, and it, which like, is like you should be able to like someone should notice, or you should be able to present that. Yeah, like I think there's a there's a time limit to protest after a race or whatnot, or protest something. Yeah. Why can't in that time limit, if you can, you know, present information or present the evidence uh, yeah. for that protest? And there's got to be rules and like set for that. Like, if it's like from the quarter to the semi, if in that as if you have 15 minutes after the race to show and yeah if you can show it then well there you go i guess like yeah, and all like, sports nowadays have video review totally like a month after you can't do any shit about it yeah. but at the time like if you if you like if your coach is on it like and you see that you should be able to give that as um proof or whatever yeah i agree um, yeah that's uh, an interesting one actually that's a good one yeah so those are like the four that i kind of mentioned from her and i were i thought the very good two from her that are like needed Video review, safety, like safety is needed. Video review, good. I thought the ones for entertainment stuff, pretty easy ones. I think adding in like the presentation stuff, like 
the intros mm-hmm. before the race. Those little things, I think they go a long way to make an event an event, not just a race. Yeah, and I think like, I don't know, down the line, if they just decided maybe it wasn't worth the effort or it's like, well, we don't really need this. It's like, well, yeah, if you cut like one of those things out, it's probably not a big deal to the overall show. But like over time, like if those things keep getting cut out, kind of like they have been, it overall, it starts to take away from the overall show. Like when you add all those things in, it, it brings up the value of the presentation of it. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it, it makes it more fun for everyone. So if we slowly start chipping away, you know, little things here and there, I think we could get back to a better show, which would be cool. I like Tyler commented on the photo, Tyler Brown. He's like, this could be an entire podcast in itself. Absolutely. It could. Yeah, it could. And like Tyler's someone who's got really cool ideas. Like him and Sam, when they did the cafe will be whole shot challenge, that thing had a ton of flair. Right. Yeah. They turned it into a show. Yeah. It was a show and it was exciting to watch. That's what it's not right now. It's just a, you're watching a race. You're not watching a show. Yeah. Like, do the end like we talk about NFL a lot right now, but the NFL games are an absolute show. Absolute like, show. The whole, the whole, and that's what like honestly, that's what it is. It's a show. Like Supercross, look at the opening ceremonies. It's a show. Dude, I love the opening ceremonies there. That is a show. Dude, it's so cool. Like if we like, you want to get there early so you can watch opening ceremonies because it's sick. I hate if like, if you're going there live to watch, you have to be there to watch the opening oh, ceremonies. Yeah, just to hear the, it gets the you songs. So hyped. Dude, it's sick. The fireworks go off. And like, even if they don't have the fireworks, just the song and the person like, it's like, oh shit, like yeah. this, this guy's here. You get to see their vibe a little bit with their song choice. It's cool. Totally. It builds so much excitement. And like, you can't wait for the gate to drop for the first motor. Like imagine if they didn't have that, they just rolled up for their first motor. It'd be kind of like, well, this is like cool, but it's just kind of boring. Yeah. But right now BMX, it's like, okay, racing started. All of a sudden people are in the gate and they just go. There's yeah. no like, there's nothing that happens. Exactly. It's yeah. not like, it's just kind of boring, honestly. Like you just use nothing there's no excitement the show doesn't have a start there's no starting to our show it's just kind of we just roll in and it just goes it's just yeah and when the winner when the winner comes across line from the main have some fucking fireworks go off at the finish line yeah have something like that like light the candles baby light the candles (laughs) you can have i don't know have something they've done it at some races in the past yeah you're right i mean they did it i mean revolution i think they had that that's something and i feel like they've had it at some world cups in the past too it's cool probably yeah have a monster chick with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> the monster chick's the most important part. Just have her. The flamethrower is the extra piece. <laughs> have a monster chick with a flamethrower. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking dude! When they, dude, when it's crazy, when you're sitting in the stands at like a at a, at a supercross race, and they have a flame, you can feel it like up in the upper bowl. It's unbelievable how far <laughs> that thing crazy. spreads unreal unreal i know um let's so let's quickly go through these before we have lauren on we'll get her thought on something maybe as well um but kind of treat them like quick shots i guess give our opinion whatever uh first one vanderberg was talking about going back to one race a weekend time trial on saturday for top 16 male top eight female and then race on sunday and then have six to eight stops like that yeah that's kind of what i was saying too i i like that I'll, it, it'll never happen now because there's more value in having two days. But I personally think that's a like if you could is a better format. Yeah, I agree too. Um, double A Pete, why just one thing? Okay, Pete, we can't have everyone throwing in twenty things. That's why just one thing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, a few people here said time trials, different location, like 2015 Pan Am track, have a race there. Would be cool, but we need to adjust some things. I think on the track. Wait, the same like tracks like races in different tracks yeah reese uh racing was saying yeah he'd love to see a race oh, happen yeah. in toronto 
that track. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. It, it costs the track so much money to host them. But like most trucks can't afford it. So yeah. Um, I got Sean Collins who's saying, yeah, bring back the time trials. Um, riders wearing GoPros and cameras again, racing. I think that's always, Oh, a cool touch that's a good one. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. Yeah. If they could find a way to throw that into the in between race clips so people could watch, um, that would be sick. That would be some entertainment to fill, fill our gaps. Yeah. Yeah. Water break. Water break. Sorry. Um, let's go down here. Yeah. Dry furniture, bring back more locations. That's a common one. I'm not going to say all those, but everyone's just saying they want to see variety of locations. Um, a lot of disappointment just having the back to back in Bogota, which is just tough. Like it's expensive to have them at different places, but to make a series, I mean, nobody wants to see two, four races in two weekends, basically in a week. Yeah. Like, it kind of sucks. Yeah. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from not so steep, not Steven, uh, pro stats, like in football or any sport. So having other stats on the screen, um, a little tougher to keep track of, I think, but if it was possible to have some little stats here and there, I think that would be cool. It would be cool. You just need, you'd need like a couple people just doing that. You need to hire like a couple stats people. That'd be sick. Wouldn't it though? Yeah. But like, that's the thing is like, you have to get to then hire stats people. Yeah. Which is just, I think that's too much. Unfortunately, probably won't uh, see yeah. that one. Yeah. But I, I agree though. Like that would be really cool have more stats and background info yeah i'm just so i'm going i'm scrolling through these as we talk here because there's so many i couldn't just go through them before a lot of more people just talking about new countries each year but expensive it's like yes um diversity of venues definitely um hit at least four continents per year that was another one. Oh, um per year no venues get to have an event two years in a row that would be interesting but tough to find I mean, variety I think-, I think for some of those I think ideally you just have them in like random places where with track built for the race. Yeah. 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 Be tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't listening to what you said. That's why I just, I said something. I just moved on. <laughs> no, no, no. No, just, it's right. real tough. It's just real tough. It's real tough. Just real tough. Just real tough. I saw a few people <laughs> say this and I don't really like, this idea of making it for supercross, but they're like mandate flat pedals. I think somebody said mandate gearing as well. Gearing, no flat pedals. If you want to have an event for flat pedals, I think there's a time and place for it, but for an all out world cup race, that's just meant to be your fastest from point A to point B. I don't think you're not mandating flat mandating no, flat the, pedals. The sports change. We're not going back to flats. No. If you want to have those events, I think please do. Cause it's still exciting. You different kind of racing, but not for supercross. No. Um, current time trial is great. Yep. Yep. Eight meter hill. Yep. We still got the eight meter hill. So that's good. Uh, somebody else saying helmet cams again. Um, mm-hmm. what else we got here? I don't want to waste people's time. Uh, <laughs> someone says you have to can can the first double of any track to qualify into the finals. Okay. On that note, let's get Lauren on. <laughs> <laughs> is she here? I don't know if she texted me. Yeah. Do you want to text her? You text her. She's, she hasn't come into the chat yet. Come on now. I'll keep going through. Come on through. now, Lauren. Um, come on now, Lauren. Lauren Reynolds coming on the show soon. Uh, all jumps are gaps for both men and women. I think, yeah, a lot of these jumps need to be gaps. I think it creates excitement just having something there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the different says, location seems to be a common one, and I agree. That's like, it's just boring going to the same places. But it's cool, like Glasgow has one. I mean, that's really, that's new. Here's another one saying, someone was saying, wish you see live, wish we'd see it live on TV 
um, great highlights of riders. We talked about this a little bit about being on TV. I think it would be okay. It's okay that we're on YouTube. We don't need yeah, to be fine. on TV. Like I'm okay with being a YouTube thing. It's just, um, but I do agree. Like having highlights of riders introduce the riders, like he says here too. That's what we need. Make it more of a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like the YouTube's fine. Oh, there she is. <laughs> She's on. Hey, Laza. Hello. How's it going, Bear? Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Goody. Tommy, you look good in glasses. Thanks. It adds a little character to myself. Oh, it class, I like it. Classes me up a little he, bit. He looks hipster right now, doesn't he? You do. Got my hair slicked back you a little bit. You look a lot bit. smarter than you really are. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> just kidding. What's going on? Laura, we were just talking about things we'd want to add to this to the World Cup series to make it, um, I don't know, to like change it or make it better. A lot of people were saying um, like different locations every year would be cool. Or we were also saying adding some flair, like like having the rider intros at the beginning of the race day would be cool, like they used to do, or like like that kind of stuff. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think um, yeah, I think we need to hype it up a little bit more. Like even just what the Supercross guys do. I mean, every BMX yeah. that watches it because we love it. So why not just do what they do? Um, pick like the top five or ten, like guys and girls and give them a little hype. I think we need a bar or beer at least at every event. Absolutely. People would That's a that. good one actually. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. We it get... just adds a little character. Um and then I, yeah, I think location like when we went to South of France, that was like the best summertime. Um Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was saying well, too like trying to like make it like super cross. Um is it having like the, the quarters onwards as the night show and have all the qualifying rounds in the beginning of the day? Um, it makes things a little bit long, but if we're looking for a mm -hmm. show, if it, if it was only one day, that would be fine. Like people would be very much okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I think do something in the morning, have a break and then make the, yeah, the finals, like the real hype so that, I mean, even if the stands are empty in the morning, at least they're full when it really counts. And put on a show, I think like some, even some live music and stuff, bit of a, I mean, we've had that before. I don't know what race it was, but I, I remember know. one of them where like they had a whole band come out and it was cool. It was really cool. I think Johan used to do that more. I feel like yeah. Chula Vista, like at the Beijing World Cup, they had that. Yeah. 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 What do you, what do you, do you like the one day World Cups or the two day ones better? Um, Probably one day. I I like the two days like me as a racer because I get a second chance because I always mess up the first day, but that's <laughs> not, that's not what, that's not part of it. So I think, um, I think one day, but just more stops. So like make more of a tour. Cause right now, what is there? I haven't done it in a little bit, but maybe like yeah, four, there's like what, four weekends yeah, four with doubles. Weekends. So if we can have more destinations and then just one day, and just travel and keep it like a little more tighter and yeah i think that'd be cool i feel like our whole thing to get like when we went to two races on the weekends like it was all for you know better financially more people could go to the races um but it's like at the end of the day if you like the world cups are for the top sounds really bad when i say it in my head so it's going to sound even worse when it comes out of my mouth but the world cups are for the elite of the elite and those elite should should be able to get themselves to those different stops for one event. 
You know, like mm-hmm. you're not like budgeting. Okay, there's two races at this World Cup. I'm going to go yeah, there yeah. because there's two. It's like if you're one of the top people, it's like World Cup. All right, there's one race there. I'm going to that one. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. You prepare. You you prepare. And you get one day to one chance kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I last year's um the what was it was it no Turkey where it was two weekends back to back races. I did like sit on the couch and watch. Um, and I loved it, but not like uh, by the end of it, by that second weekend, it was, it was a bit plain. Um, very so repetitive. back to back at the same track. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love the sport, but yeah. So I think let's, yeah, get more like one, win one day more stops, I think would be a good, a good one, but there's always the money factor. And I guess that's what's what? helping us right now. What about limiting it to like 64 people at a World Cup and if you have to kind of get in the top 64 in the world ranking or something to go? Because like, I don't know, other sports, you'd like you can't just roll up and race a World Cup or you can't just go to Wimbledon or yeah, something. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to just sign up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you should, yeah. like my dad, my dad should just be able to buy a pro license and then go sign <laughs> up for Bogota. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> G-reg, yeah. reg rolling down the ramp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I agree. There's got to be a little bit more of a standard. But I guess they're trying to um, just grow it, aren't they? And then with the, um, is it the 23 and under, the new class? What's the word on yeah. that? I mean, it seems like it's kind of popular. Laws, would you have raced it when you were under 23 if, if we had it? Not a chance. No, we just had to jump in the deep end. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, we had like the European series, the American series, like that's already big enough. Like that should be the stepping stone. I don't think we need another one at the World Cup. I agree. It's weird to me, like, because I think like I watch, we watch Supercross. Everyone knows when the show is happening, like 450s are happening and whatnot, but it's still fun to watch the 250s because you know, they're going to be a little hectic and whatnot. But it's like nowadays there's 20 year olds to 23 year olds that can mix it up with the top of the top and they're already racing normal. So it's not like when you watch the world, when it's junior, they're young kids and there is a little different kind of excitement. It's not that. So it's, yeah. it's different to watch. Like I stepping stones are good, but yeah, it's different to me. Not so yeah. fully. I mean, they in. could like start off the show maybe, or do like they race then we race. I don't know. It sounds yeah. like I'm not talking down on them at all. They're all, no, yeah, right, yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, but yeah, what what else you guys been talking about? I know what else we've been talking about, Jane. We talked. Oh, did you watch football this weekend? I did. I watched the Dude. Rams and the San Francisco team. Yeah, good games, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um. Now that you're thirty, are you, when are you turning thirty-one? When's your birthday again? June. I'm still June. Yeah. yeah. How does your How does your body feel in training compared to when you're early twenty? fantastic yeah <laughs> no it's not it's hurting but yeah, it's, like, what you, it's just managing i think you just yeah, yeah um yeah i just have to look after a little more but i definitely mm. do feel it um but i've had injuries that i've kind of just like covered up with like a band-aid a little bit too so i think they're just they're always there but you just have to manage them um yeah. but you certainly notice a difference yeah yeah because i notice even now like my like I'm, I wake up much more stiff than when I was yeah, like 20. Yeah. Like it's actually quite a bit noticeable. And obviously like I'm not training like you guys are now, but even if I like go to the gym or like do anything, I have to warm up. I have to warm up. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've, no- sure. I've noticed my, I'm not at that age yet. I'm, I'm, I'm a two year late bloomer too. I'm really <laughs> yeah, way younger, way, way, way younger. I, I take more Plenty baths these days left. though. I take a lot more baths just to, you know, ease my body a little bit. Yeah. Does it, does it take you guys longer to recover now from training? Yeah. I, I think it's harder to get back into it. Like once you're in the groove, mm. it's kind of, you just like, you're just so like the pains or like the achiness or the tiredness, like all my knees swell up, like my knees swell a lot, but you kind of just get used to it. But I think like when you have, you know, two weeks, a month off maybe, and then it's time to get going again, I, I find that harder <laughs> than yeah. once I'm in a routine, I'm going, it's, it's just what you do. There's no, you don't even question it. Do you still feel like super hungry? Like when you're in your early twenties or first racing elite? Um, yeah, it's like, it comes and goes like different. Mm. Um, I feel like I am lucky. Like I have good people around me who are always really like, they're never satisfied and, you know, always hungry to, to be better. So that's certainly helped. Um, but I think like after working with Sam, I found a whole new different level of like striving. Um, because if I think back to younger, as, I don't know how to explain it, but just kind of it was all just fun and new and traveling and you, it was like, mm. and then I, I never really knew what it really felt like to, to be really disciplined and train really hard. And over the last probably years, I've, um, kind of, I feel like I've tapped into another level of training with Sam. And for that, cool. that's made me or kept my, my like hunger up for sure. Yeah. And getting um, after Tokyo, I think like getting close, but not close enough. I left there um with like even though it was fifth i left there with confidence knowing that mm-hmm. within reach again so that was cool that's yeah. really cool yeah what do you guys what do you do to take your mind off that like what do you do to unwind a little bit um obviously amongst all like being more intense in training i feel like you gotta yeah. be able to take a little more well, i prioritize well. like my time with ryan and winston that's like huge so and we want to get married and you know newly engaged all that so that's a fun distraction for sure so yeah they're my priority absolutely so trainings there and then you know just like family time and um yeah we just do fun stuff we always try to be active and have something planned when she's off of work and i don't have training to look forward to and you know schedule date nights so it's kind of yeah bmx and family really and i have a think about what's next but yeah. Yeah. Do you find um, do you find you have a like a more mature like perspective on things now? Because I got in by balance like in terms of balance. Because I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking like if I was still racing now, I think I'd probably have a much better or a much healthier kind of perspective. Because when I was younger, it was kind of just like BMX was everything, which is double edged sword. Like it's good and bad. But I feel like now I'd have more balance, and I'd probably be better off mentally. Like, do you find do you does that yeah, you find yeah, anything similar to that? So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I probably, I mean, I train a lot right now, but, mm-hmm. um, well, with Sam, but uh, I would say before that I probably was like more at, more involved in racing and traveling and training, but the intensity and like the requirement wasn't there. So now I feel like having a better balance, I'm able to go into training sessions and um, like, yeah, you know, give it, give it everything and that's the sole focus. And then switching off as like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, having something else in life, I think has been 
it took time for sure to, to realize it. But once it clicked and it's like, oh, I don't need to do that all day, every day. I can just, just do it really good when I do it, um, you know, and leading up to events. And then um, yeah. there's more to life than yeah. being in the gym all day. Yeah, it happens like <laughs> happens like mid to late 20s, like mindset switches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think just like handling like the race day stuff, um, understanding that. And I feel like when you get like a bit more of a grasp on like, it's okay, it's not the end of the world. Like you didn't win, life is not over. And I yeah. think when you get to that point and then you get more opportunities, um, it becomes way more fun. Yeah, it's more of a blessing. Like it just adds to your life. Yeah. If somebody, somebody saw you doing a training session 10 years ago and then saw one of your training sessions within the past year, what do you think is the biggest difference they would notice? Oh, biggest difference. Good question. Mm. Thanks. You're always looking for somebody to say good question when you come through with a good question. what do you think? Yeah, no, that's just, you, 20, you just, 20, just 20 year old laws to 30 year old laws. What was I doing at 20? I mean, I was... I was probably just like on the Watt bike, just making up shit. And... <laughs> just fucking going ham on the Watt bike. <laughs> yeah. Like five training sessions a day, activation before every single training session, then train. Then I would do like 10 ice bars. I do not do ice bars anymore. Nothing. So Yeah. It's just very extreme. Huh? So it was just, yeah. Which is what was like, so it just, it was, it was just a lot. I mean, maybe some people love it, but it didn't really work. Um, and so I would say that, yeah. But I, I definitely like, I kind of I laugh and like enjoy, like mess around a bit more at training now, but I find that's, that's made it fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have, we're all like best mates who we train with. So it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a good time. So we just, you know, joking around a bit more rather than like, don't even talk to me. I'm about to do an effort. <laughs> You yeah know, like those so are honestly the most fun in the time. fucking zone yeah i'm in the zone <laughs> doing <laughs> 10 gates to the first corner don't even look at me <laughs> so, yeah yeah because i definitely went through that stage i thought that was what you had to do yeah but i also was it wasn't very popular either <laughs> sometimes those like i'll call this weird term but say like those psychotic times where you're just so focus like that i think it's what gets yeah. a lot of athletes to where they want to be but it's mm-hmm. it's hard to sustain that so it's like once you get there you realize okay i can't mm-hmm. keep doing this because i'm just not gonna yeah. be able to do it like i need to find something that's more sustainable and yeah. enjoyable yeah yeah no it's a lot yeah what about you tori when you had what was your change do you think because you were already like, pretty serious you were serious <laughs> yeah you i was fucking i was super intense yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking the other day too like on race day, like I would listen, I wouldn't even talk to anyone. Like I couldn't, I, yeah. it was crazy. Like to like actually race my very best. I had to just like wear headphones all day, blast music. And like, just like, I got in this weird place where it's just like, nothing was like going on around me. I just like didn't register anything. And like, people were just like, I don't know. It was, I, I have a hard time explaining it. That's not, I think that's a bad thing. Like, no. I think, I mean, I hope it's not contributing, but I think race day, like we put so much work in, I think like you got to find what works and I'm not for sure. with any of the girls. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. okay with that. But, yeah. Um, but I'd say, I'd still, say I have a, I always had a really good like switch where I could like joke around with people 
joke around a lot in training, but then like when it was time to like get in the gate, I could like flick a switch and just yeah. like instantly focus. Yeah. So I think um I think I always really enjoyed training too with friends and stuff. I I really liked it. Like and like looking back, those are some of my funnest memories for yeah. sure. It's just like messing yeah. around with the guys. I think I probably like the last couple of years started to gain a bit more perspective that like my family would still love me and like I still lived a good life if I didn't do well at a race. But I probably, because my last race, I was only 26, so I was pretty young. I think I probably didn't get to the level that I would be at kind of now in life and have like a more mature perspective. I think I was probably like getting to that point like you're at now, but I, I was still a bit young that I wasn't quite there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tricky. Mm. I yeah. It's, like, it's like fine balance, I think, right? Totally. Yeah. That time frame happened, I think, T, that little that little bit of change you had, I think, happened when you met Savannah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, okay. for sure. Yeah, I'd say, like, probably around the time Rio, like, probably started around Rio, and then definitely into the next year onwards, yeah, with Savannah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you start having, like, a relationship and stuff outside BMX, like, you kind of gain more of a perspective. There's more, there's more than yeah. just BMX. You don't have to like. Someone's do, still gonna love you no matter what. Yeah, like yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to do do it all alone. Yeah, yeah. No. Which is too bad because I actually would have really liked Savannah to like experience BMX with me more. Because, I mean, we were together for not even yeah, basically like a last year of my career. But it would have been cool if she could like well, come she to has some a races. Sporting background, like the competition yeah. background. So. Yeah, would have been cool if she could experience it a bit more with me. Mm. yeah palm palm daddy's palm daddy should we should we <laughs> palm daddy's got a chick now what <laughs> palmy who is it wait i'm not gonna spill the tea on on chatter <laughs> call me after this all right <laughs> you probably probably didn't want me to say it's still early okay it's yeah it's, it's there's there's no Are you still training and racing am i yeah yeah, yeah. just taking all your attention no no it's it's not there's no labels on it yet or anything don't not that far Fighting. yeah I, pr I probably shouldn't have said anything I, I, probably should have said I don't anything. i don't really care it's it's good entertainment but there's no labels on it yet okay, okay. i don't even okay. I, I don't even follow her on instagram because there's she she doesn't really post on instagram and so because she hasn't followed me and i know she doesn't post like i'm there's this thing inside of me i'm like i just can't follow you on instagram it's, it's away from social media keep it, keep it away yeah. all right yeah. Keep it away. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I'll wait for the label. Yeah. Let me know. I well, I mean, I'll I'll let you know. I'll keep you up to date. When are you yeah. coming over here next? Um, I don't know for sure. Possibly I might go down somewhere in February with uh Ryan Tugas. Me and him mm -hmm. might do a little training camp somewhere. Um and then definitely in March for the races for Houston and Rocky. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Lauren, Lauren, wait until you see Ryan Tugas at the races. She, okay. You don't even know who, wait, wait, who he is, do you? What, yeah, you don't even okay, know. Wait, wait, oh, okay, okay. Wait, I didn't know. Wait until you see how fast he is. Yeah. For somebody who's never raced one of these races, he's just it's an absolute joke. specimen. What do you mean he's never raced these? I thought he raced all the time. He hasn't raced a pro well, race yet. He missed his junior yeah, career. Yeah. He hasn't raced uh, anywhere in outside of Canada in his elite career yet. Okay. He's an animal. Who coaches him? You coach him Sorry. No, I don't know, but we're just good friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> he's going to be a problem. <laughs> James, should we play, should we play the, the games with Lauren? I don't like the games. You do Lauren, like the games? Lauren, they're fun. We're having fun. <laughs> just say you don't okay. like the games? Yeah, James, or Lauren, we're having fun. Okay, we're having, we're having fun. so much fun. Let's this is go. fun. 
It's just so fun. I, I we're gonna play the game, and we're gonna we're gonna play the game, and you're gonna like it. Game show noise. <laughs> All right. So, Boz, this game, it's um, we do like a BMX draft. So, like you're picking your favorites kind of thing. This one's specifically made for okay. you and kind of us, Tori included. It's the SoCal draft. Okay. So, this draft, we're gonna pick your favorite tr- uh, track to train on, your favorite beach to chill at, your favorite coffee spot, and your favorite dinner spot. Okay. So we'll go. Okay. We'll, we'll go each one one by one. So Tori, do you want to start us off with your favorite track to train on? Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, uh, Chula uh, Tyler's track, the USA BMX track in Chula. Yeah. Okay, and you can't pick the same. Yeah. It's the same thing, Laws. You have to pick a different one. So now that that's off the board, you can't yeah. pick it. Okay, so I'm picking a track now. Yeah. So pick your yeah. favorite track um, to train. The Chula Vista uh, Rio replica Supercross. Which year? Oh, the re- the Rio replica. Um, the Rio replica. The oh, okay. So Rio like, replica. yeah. So like 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um. So I'm James, gonna... you got Beijing or Cactus? Well, I figure. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> I figured I, I had to. I was gonna call this the San Diego draft, but I had to say SoCal in case somebody wanted to pick like Bellflower or something. Right, but no, right. I'm gonna take. You gotta be Cactus. I am not taking that. I am taking you know the track that nobody's ever ridden, um, Beijing replica at Chula. Okay, I was gonna say Bellflower is a cool one though too. Like I rode there once; it's a cool one. I like to train on that one a lot. Dirt turns, yeah. good rhythm section. I have a lot of fun on that, but there's just nothing like just sprinting on the first straight on Beijing. Yeah. Um, next one, your favorite beach to chill at. So, I mean, beach. all uh, the beaches are going to be pretty good, but, you know. I think uh, Wind and Sea in La Jolla is really nice. Mm, I like that one. Nice. Okay. Um, what's it called? Uh, is it Cardiff, the one that's north of there? Cardiff, Cardiff yeah. Rocks? Yeah. Cardiff's nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to take just the most basic one, probably, to all the beaches, just the one where all the everyone goes, PB, Pacific Beach. Give yeah, me all, you know, the, you know, the ladies just all riding up and down, up and down the, uh, <laughs> whatever that place is, the right thing's called, you know. I'll take that one. You know what's, have you guys been to Malibu before? Malibu's sick. I have, yeah. Yeah, cool. Malibu's nice, yeah. That's where uh, Charlie Sheen lives, right? right? Yeah. Charlie Harper. <laughs> Charlie Harper. <sorry. laughs> um, okay. Next one. Favorite coffee spot. Um, there's a lot of good ones, actually. I used to really like James. I just haven't been there. I haven't been there in like probably five years. Don't you, dare, been a long don't time. you dare take that. Yeah. So I'm not going to take it. Um, Oh, it's a good one. What's a good? Oh, you know what's like a good fuck... guy? Yes, but you know what's a fuck? Speak because we're not in San Diego specifically. There's this one called Cafe Lux in Malibu. No question, one of the best coffee spots I've ever been to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Seven Seas Coffee. Seven Seas. It's in South Park. Oh, okay. That's a good. Phenomenal. That's your local spot, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. They have a little taco stand on Sundays out there incredible i could be i could be if savannah if if savannah was on here she'd be like um starbucks (laughs) (laughs) it's a really good like hole in the wall (laughs) and they're everywhere it's really easy to get it's amazing um 
And I'm taking this one not just because of the name, but I'm taking it because of the location and all the uh, awesome hangouts over the years. I'm taking James down in, um, what's that area called? Little Italy. Little Italy. I'm taking yeah, James Coffee down in Little Italy. Very yeah, fitting, Tommy. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, uh, favorite dinner spot. Oh, oh, we have a fucking good ramen place in Mission Valley. It's, or, uh, yeah, ramen place. It's really good. Although, like, you kind of got to pick Mexican. I know you so aren't going to take ramen, my, Don't take my spot. I know ramen, none of you guys are going to take my spot. The ramen place is really good, but probably got to pick a Mexican spot. The taco stand in La Jolla is really good. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that one's really good. Okay. I would say a... Oh, no, True Foods. Okay. True Foods. You take yeah? yeah? Okay. That's my favorite spot. Um, I'm gonna say my local tire joint, and it's called the tire joint. So hell of a name. Oh, I, I love a good tie spot. Yeah, it's just right around the corner. Otherwise, oh, if I was gonna be like bougie, it would be at one of the steakhouses downtown. I'd be going. They really worked hard on that name for the tie yeah. joint. The tie joint. I like it. That's a good name. <laughs> tie joint. Um, I don't know the name of this one. Tori knows the name. They make the best fish tacos I've ever had for the cheapest oh, is price that the one in, ever. Is that the one? Is that the one where we where we? Uh, what's the what's the area called again? We stayed there in 2017, very south. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking oh, it's uh, what's the area called? Uh, the ocean? No. Oh my god, ocean why can't Beach? I think of it? Oceanside? Nope. No, it's what's the one south of Ocean Beach? Uh, Imperial Imperial Beach Tacos or something like that. Okay. Oh yeah, Ivy yeah. Tacos. Ivy, Ivy tacos, yeah. Ivy Those tacos. are the best fish tacos in the world. Oh, Those are yeah. legit the best fish tacos. Do they do it? Is it like a taco Tuesday or is it every day? It's every day. I, no, is it every day? I can't really yeah. remember. I think yeah. they had a special on maybe. Yeah, but that place is really good. Unbelievable. And they're so cheap too. Palmy, remember the taco place that we went to every Wednesday? It was like. Oh my <laughs> God. We crushed so many tacos. <laughs> we the like every Wednesday. That place was unreal. Why'd you guys go on Wednesday and not Tuesday? They had a deal on Wednesdays. It was oh. different to Tuesday. I don't know what it was. One of the days was like all you can eat for a certain price. The other day was like dollar tacos or two dollar tacos for a certain yeah. thing, right? It, yeah. It was so good that my credit card got hacked at that place. And I just kept going back with cash instead. I was just like, I, I want the deal. I'm just I'm just gonna have to pay with cash. I'll just keep going though. <laughs> that was um, unreal. So James, I feel like for this next one, we instead of cut off, take out, get first pedal chop, we should do like like straight up beat, take out, get first pedal chop. Okay. Wanna do that instead? Yeah. Say it again out loud. Okay, so Lauren, we're gonna name three women you race, and you have to say one that you'd straight up just wanna beat, one that you'd take out, and then one that you'd be okay with getting cut off by. Okay. So, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, okay. It's based off that game, Fuck, Mary Kill, but we're not we're not those people that are going to play that right, game I here. I want to straight up cut off or well, beat. We, no, have to, whoa, 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 we have to give you whoa, whoa. the three people. We're going we're gonna to name we're gonna name three people. Lauren's like, well, I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So, cool. All right, all right. Elise, Felicia, and Ashley Verhagen. Oh. 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 <laughs> So what's the first one? You got a straight up beat and then take straight out and beat, then get cut um, off. And then get cut I off want by. a straight up beat, Elise. Uh, then, yeah, I, for sure. yeah. Next one? 
And then you take out Felicia or Ashley. I'll take out Felicia. And then you get first pedal cut off by Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be right. Ash would do that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that'd yeah. be an awkward pit pits in the, uh, after that one. Yeah. No, yeah, Ash takes, oh, with Felicia. Yeah. That yeah. wouldn't go down well. Yeah. Everyone else. Yeah. That would be entertaining though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, next three. Uh, this Elise is in here twice for this one. So Elise, Brooke, and Rachel. Rachel who? Jones. Okay. Same My thing. three best mates. Cool. I tried Someone to. I thought. I thought those are your three best mates or very close mates. <laughs> I was gonna put Ryan in there if she raced, but I was like, I, I'll keep Ryan out of it. No, let's keep her out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so am I doing the same thing? Yep. Same thing. Oh. Um. Oh. I definitely take out Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I just want to beat Elise, so that isn't that'll never change. Yeah, so yeah. she stay, stays in the same spot. Yeah, and then I guess so. I'm cutting Rachel, or she's cutting me off. She's, she's cutting you off. Fuck, that would suck. Yeah, Rachel can cut me off. All right. <laughs> oh, I'd almost change her with Brooke though. Nah, nah, I want to take out Brooke for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> All right. All right. Beat, cut off. No, beat, take out, or get cut off by Molly, Peyton, or Delaney Vaughn. Oh, God, the young girls. Yeah, the youngsters. To, uh, I'd want to beat Delaney because she does cut me off first pedal quite <laughs> often. So I'd want to beat Delaney. Um, I'll who were the other two? Molly and who? Molly and Peyton. Uh, I'll take out Molly. Our Canadian, damn it. <laughs> and then Peanut can cut me off, I guess. That's good. Not, yeah. I like it. Um, last one. Tori, did you have a third to replace my, my third? Laura. One? Laura. Okay. Laura... Smolders. Smolders. Okay, so last three. Um, Saya, Caroline, and Laura Smolders. I'll take out Caroline. Will, <laughs> that was quick. I will beat... I'll beat Saya, and then Laura can cut me off first battle. That's right, a safe answer. She's cutting you off. You know, she's still going kind of straight, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I like that a lot. Are there... Well, Laura, we really... I was going to quickly ask, are there annoying girls to race in the girls' class? Are there some people that you know are just, like, a little more frustrating to deal with? There's only, nah, there's only one girl who's ever, like, straight up, like, T-boned me in the corner multiple times and cut me off, and that's Manon from France. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, I don't She's she clearly doesn't like me. She, like, she will go for me every time. Were you guys friends before? I thought we were friends. <laughs> I guess they're not. Not that it, like, matters in the track. Yeah. Um, something to look out for there now but no it's all pretty good it's more so um it's more over the first jump that i get nervous because if you like yeah if you do miss your start or something um and then you're behind like they're everywhere yeah yeah so that's the only thing but i, I think the racing is getting better with that the girls are getting i mean they're they're getting pretty aggressive but i think they ride yeah. like straight up i agree yeah. actually yeah i think they do too starting to, yeah i think it's getting quicker it's now I think especially on Supercross, the women cut each other off worse than the guys do, like down the ramp and over the first jump. 
yeah mm. yeah it does get a bit scary sometimes for sure <laughs> um well thanks for joining us Lars it's good to catch up you guys too when are you guys uh, well you're already here you're in at home right at your new house yeah. I came home I'm back in Canada I come back in two weeks oh you are okay cool yeah cool. yeah yeah and so come back weeks. in two weeks oh. yeah yeah cool well will i yeah. see you some races this year you're talking to me or palm daddy yeah you tori yeah i'm going to well i'll be going to phoenix i guess it's not, not a pro race but i'll probably go to houston too all right cool those those will be my first two then i'll go go to some others throughout the year too yeah yeah sweet yeah. well i'll see you soon and Palmy, i'll see you in houston I'll catch we'll you go there. for tacos. We'll go for tacos when I'm back in SD. Yeah, let us know when you're home. We'll catch up. That'll be good. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Laza. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Laza. Talk to you later. Lauren Reynolds, folks. I love Laz. Oh, wrong one. Hold on. <clears throat> Always great to have Ron for a little chat. Yeah. 31 this year, veteran. She, she is a vet. She's a wildly crafty veteran. She is the one that's she knows how to work it with those veteran moves. Yeah. I like Laz's sense of humor. It's good. I do too. Very <laughs> yeah, fun. Going. She, she likes to laugh, likes to joke. It's a good time. Yeah. She, she's, she's super chill. Easy going. Yeah. Um, anything else for you? Anything else? What else we got? Really? Uh, it's really about it. I mean, um, got to give a shout out. We had after last week's, uh, two weeks ago, and after last time's Chatter Radio with Nick Kimmon, uh, we shouted out some subscribers and we gained uh, about 34 new subscribers on our YouTube channel. Right um, on. So that's what I love to hear. So if you're listening to this right and right now, if your name is, have we done a Joshua? Oh, I like it. Have we done a Joshua, a Josh, anything like that, Joshua? We're talking to you right now. Okay. You could be one of our 866 subscribers on YouTube. And, you know, it's not, maybe it won't affect your day very much, but it's really going to affect our day in a positive light. We would love to have you come and, you know, join the party. So go click that subscribe button, Joshua. Doug, I'm talking to you, Doug. You're a dad. You're driving your kids to the track. You're listening to us on your commutes. You're, you know, you're a dad of maybe two kids. Um, You're probably not super savvy with YouTube, but it doesn't matter. Just go on and subscribe. Um, Like James said, it'll ruin our day if you don't. So come on, Doug. Doug, step up, Doug. Doug, if you don't have YouTube and you can't subscribe on YouTube, you can also go subscribe from the iTunes app. So absolutely. Come on, Doug. Step up, pal. Shape I, up. Shape, Doug, shape up. Seriously? Shape up. Shape up. Shape up. You know, you've been consuming our content for a long time. And you know what? That's awesome. It's free. You're welcome to. All we ask is you to subscribe in return. And if you tell me you can't do that, like can you really consume hours of our content and then just look us in the eye and say, no, I just, I, I can't make the effort of opening an app on the phone and subscribing. I mean, what are we I don't doing? even know what to say. What, are, what we are we doing here? What are we doing here? You might as well just go hang out with those 250 guys that just, you know, are in, <clears throat> can't make the final on a two factory ride. I mean, no, what are we doing? you might as well just go hang out with Dave in Davenport, Iowa and just do nothing. Just... <laughs> oh, Doug, get on it, Doug. All we're asking, get on it. Come on, Doug. Fucking shape up, Doug. If not, go to Santiago del Estero with George today. Get on his private jet and live live life down there in SDE. Yep. Um, thanks to ProGate Europe. Winning starts at the Great Gate. We're talking Great Gate, especially with Joris today. Lauren Reynolds. Lauren's gates have gotten a lot better the last few years, and her gates are good now. I would say. I, I really think so. Pro too. Gate.
I really think it has to. I mean, she was always one we'd always consider, you know, it's Europe uh, racing from the back, making moves. Now, now she's been practicing on that pro gate Europe. She raced from the front, starts in the front, gets a great gate, hits it off. It's fantastic. Tori's gone frozen on me the last seconds of the show, yep. but that's yep. all right. We're, we're about to sign off T. I'm a, I'm a just, you know what T I, you're frozen people listening. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks to pro gate Europe. And, uh, don't remember don't forget snap on green everyone yeah well what's this friggin podcast all about i don't get it man coffee chatter get off my back guys <laughs> You have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy.